welcome to Absolutely Savage with me, you guessed it, David Savage. I don't like that intro. I was, um, my girlfriend pointed out to me there that you can kind of play Bohemian Rhapsody on, or something that sounds like Bohemian Rhapsody on a ukulele. I like Queen, so I'll keep that one. That might be the intro, but I'm definitely not going to say what I said there um, first. That was shocking. Oh yeah, so anyway, essentially lads, this is podcast where I'll just be chatting to you and just turn on the microphone as small as I'll just be chatting absolute shit really more than anything which is something good at anyway so I decided to use my talent and do that so that's what I'm going to do um the production's probably going to sound like absolute bollocks for the first few ones that we do but if I can build a bit of an audience hopefully it'll get better and that's what I'm hoping for so, if you haven't guessed by the accent already, I'm from Cork. I'd imagine the only people who are going to listen to me are the people that I know in my life anyway so far. So, hello lads, how are you? Um, so yeah, really, um, it's, it, it's, kind of, it's, I suppose, I, it was during the quarantine that I decided that I wanted to do this. Um, I actually have a background in radio broadcasting. Well, when I say I have a background in radio broadcasting, I studied it for two years in uh, CSN College in Cork, um, which was absolutely excellent. Um, really would recommend it if you're interested in broadcasting. Uh, it does go down the more commercial route of radio, but if you like that, then, then you know, all the power to you, it's brilliant. Um, personally, the commercial radio side of things was, uh, wasn't was my style, but, you know, at the same time, there's good jobs there, and you get to meet very interesting people, so I'd highly recommend that if you're interested in that. Um, so the first episode... It's just going to be a bit of an intro, um, bit of an intro to the style of the show. Um, I eventually might just get people to come in here to uh, take part, which is um, which might be interesting. We'll see people I know, people I like, and maybe people who are interesting. Um, I don't know a lot of interesting people. I know a lot of strange people, if that counts as interesting. I'm probably a strange person. People I think I'm a bit strange. But, you know. Haters gonna hate, you know. I like that. Haters gonna hate. I, I I like how that's a thing, you know. You know, cause the haters gonna hate. You know, cause you don't actually have to take responsibility for anything anymore, because Taylor Swift told us it's okay, you know. I like that though. I, I like I like that as an excuse, because we all do it. Like I don't like the principle of it. I don't like the principle of being like, oh, you know, haters gonna hate because, cause I did this wrong or I did this. It's like, no, like I mean. Hater, like, if somebody points out you've done something wrong, like, it's fair enough. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this, to be honest with you, but that's going to be a lot of the show as well. Um, In general, is me going off on tangents about things that I don't really know a lot about. Um, I'm going to try and stay away from politics if I can. I might make a joke here and there, but this isn't a political podcast. It's not an opinion, political opinions podcast. Um, I don't want people to think that, um, that I have any agenda or anything. I have my own views or whatever, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try for the most part to keep them to myself. I don't want to be um, one of these, like, uh, you know, these shock jock fellas. I might say shocking things every now and then because it's just my personality, but I don't really want to uh, go down the route of trying to have an agenda while I'm broadcasting. I don't, I don't think that would be good. Um, I don't think it would be good for the listeners. So, yeah, this is look, this is the kind of podcast that I would like to listen to. Um I think that's what I'm basing it on, is something that I'd like to listen to. Um, I work in a job where I do listen to stuff a lot. Um, it's not that I don't do anything, but I do listen to podcasts and stuff while I work. I work in a factory. Uh, 
no names disclosed uh, about any businesses or anything. Just not fair to them. Uh, but no, I um, I do. I listen. I listen to a lot of things while I work um, in the factory, and it's grand. It's a good enough. It's it's a fine. Um, it's a fine way to pass time. So this is kind of what I'm thinking: is I'd like, I'd like to be able to have or to give ye something that I would like. And what this is is pure light-hearted entertainment. It's, it's not trying to shove anything down your throat. It's not trying to do anything. This is just, uh, purely me having conversation with ye, um, a little friend in your ear. Hello, I'm in your ear. Um, <laughs> I'm in your ears. Yeah, no, this this might be a bit unlistenable for some people, but if you're like me and your mind wanders, this this will keep you like, hey, keep listening, right. There'll be none of that now. There'll be no. There'll be no falling asleep in class now, Billy. Do you hear me? There'll be none of that now. <laughs> no. Don't, don't, wasn't that the hardest thing in the world when you were in school? Was to stay awake. You know. I, and I know that sounds funny, but I still find it in my adult life that if I ever have to go to a meeting, I don't go to a lot of meetings. I don't have that kind of a job. But if I ever have to do something remotely, like a meeting in uh in work or something like that, I'd be like. You know, you find yourself nodding off, and then you. Do you ever find yourself nodding off, and then you're you almost have a dream of you being like, wake up, and then you wake up, and you're like, Christ, they're all looking at me now. Um, no, that hasn't happened much, but I know. But like, you know, I was the same in school. I used to find myself, especially if it was something I wasn't interested in, which was a lot of things. Um, so I wasn't a model student in school, really. Um, I I enjoyed the crack with the lads, like most people did. Um. You know, I made some good friends in school that I, st- I still have a few. Um, I'm in my nearly nearly mid twenties now. Um, is it? I'm, I'm twenty three. That's that's heading up to my mid twenties. I'm still in my early twenties technically, I suppose. Am I? I suppose I am. Sure. Look, we're trying to stay in our early twenties for as long as we can. Um, yeah. So I'm in my early twenties, but I'm starting to get to that age now where um, you. You know, for lads that you would have been very good friends with a few years ago, you don't really talk to them. It's just, it's just the way life goes, not personal things. Um, it's just the way that life goes. Uh, you you know, you, you move on, you meet other people, you do other things. I went to college um, for two years and I met other people. Um, you know, so you, you do that. like, And you all go and work different places. You move to different corners of the world. And yeah, that's what being an adult is. It's very funny. Because it's so funny, when you're in school, you assume, like, I'll always have the lads, you know, I'll always have the lads in the crack, that'll be it now, there'll, there'll be nothing after this, and I really did see, I didn't see life after school, <laughs> you know, which I probably should have, and I wish I did, because I would have taken it more seriously, probably, but I didn't really see life after, um, after secondary school, um, I went to a lovely secondary school, great laugh, um, some very nice teachers, very good place, um, some characters though to have as teachers you know like unbelievable characters like um we had this one teacher um he was a maths teacher and you know when you're throwing stuff around the class thinking you're being fierce funny like that's hilarious when you're that age but as you get older you're like if i saw this happening as a fly on the wall it wouldn't even raise a tickle in me you know (laughs) but you see these things and you throw um one of the lads threw a paper airplane and your man didn't even look around. He just caught it in his hand, right? And I turned around and he said, probably the most badass line I've ever heard anyone say. He said, your flight's been cancelled. Like, <laughs> surely, surely he planned that. 
I don't know. This this again, this is probably unlistenable for a lot of people. A lot of you are probably clicked off with it already. And that's fine. Um This is this is this is for me now. And this is free content, right? I'm not charging you for this now. I'm not charging you for nothing. Do you know? Um, no, um, <laughs> do you know those people actually, because I'd be listening to a lot of podcasts, and you have people who are like, um, oh yeah, I have me free, con- this is free content or whatever, so you can't, um, you can't give out about it, but it's, and, and that's true, but you know people who do an exclusive channel or a Patreon or something is, uh, it's something I haven't quite thought of yet because I'm kind of thinking, um, <laughs> the stuff I'm giving you for free isn't great, so imagine the stuff I'm charging you for. Nah, look, we, we, we'll see how things go down the line. I, 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 mostly, this podcast is purely um, an experiment um, to see how long I can ramble on for. Uh, I'm rambling on now for nine minutes, about absolute shite, and I still have a lot to go. But to see how I go off on tangents. Like, hopefully now when I come back to you, I'll have more of a theme or something that I'd like to do. But for the moment, this is literally just um, <laughs> me rambling on about things and going off on tangents. So, so yeah, if you're listening to this in the future, um, <laughs> you're probably thinking, oh God, there wasn't content awful years ago. Those poor people. But anyway, if you're listening to this in the future, we are currently living in a global pandemic that's been going on for the last eight months and it's called COVID-19. Have you heard of that, boys and girls? COVID-19. It's the time where everything's shut down because some fella ate a bat. Huh? Isn't that mad? <laughs> no, no. It's, it, it is, it's, it's insane. It's really... Sometimes I'd be... Like, it's become the new normal that this is. Because I say, it's been here now nearly a year, to be honest. I think it first originated in December 2019. Um, it's called... COVID-19 stands for Coronavirus Disease 2019. And you probably think I'm being an, I, I, I'm being an age of telling you that or t- assuming you're stupid... But our Minister for Health in Ireland, um, our former Minister for Health in Ireland, uh, my apologies, Simon Harris, uh, went on the radio. <laughs> this is the man in charge of the healthcare in the country, by the way. He went on the radio and said, uh, oh no, sure, this, this disease has existed before, you know. We've had uh, COVID-18 COVID and COVID-17 and no, we haven't. We haven't had those. We've had coronavirus. Coronavirus is a thing. It's on the dettel. Do you know the dettel that you buy in Aldi? It's on that. It says kills kills diseases like um, E. coli, um, salmonella, uh, coronavirus, things like that. You know, so it does. Like it does kill it. Like this all is a magic thing there now. Like, do you know? You all after Donald Trump when he's telling you there. He's telling you there. Don't be. You know, drink a bit of death all or disinfectant. Yeah. When you read the label, he doesn't seem so stupid. No. Um. Uh. Yeah. So he went on the radio and said, "Covid nineteen is is the nineteenth version." of the disease coronavirus uh no it's not it's coronavirus disease 2019 yeah we've had a change of government not too bad um all right i'm going away from politics uh, if i ever talk about politics it's pure satire um being from cork Michal martin's my man um i've met him twice so i think that's I, I, isn't the rule twice and you're friends isn't that the rule i'm fairly sure that's the rule you know I've only met Danny from the Coronas once, um, and I, 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 I consider him a fr- I consider him an acquaintance because I met him once. We conversed on Instagram a few times, so I think we're kind of friends. But anyway, as I say, Michal Martin is someone I've met twice, so I consider him a friend. Um, I consider us close friends, actually. I, th- I think he probably thinks to me on a daily basis, probably. 
This is how big my ego is, by the way. I, 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 have, a, I have a big ego. I assume that the Taoiseach of the Republic of Ireland thinks about me on a daily basis. Yeah, so... And if, and if it, look, there's no harm in me thinking it. Look, stop, stop having a go now, will you? There's no, there's no, there's nothing wrong with me thinking that. <laughs> Get into an argument with myself. I know, but but this, as I say, on about the government and stuff. Um, it's so funny though. In Ireland, we have government, whatever, but we have an attitude towards government of oh, sure, things can't change, and it's like. It's a bit mad when you think of it, like, because, look, I'm not, I'm not really politically affiliated, and if I was, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you, <laughs> what would I be telling you for? <laughs> You'll only tell someone else. Um, no, I'm not really affiliated with anyone politically. I'd have people that I would vote for, but it's more based on who they are than that I know them. Um, our local TD, I actually know him, so I would tend, I would tend to vote for him, because he's a good guy, and he does work for his community. Uh, this isn't a campaign uh, video, by the way. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I I said no agendas and I'm still ranting on about it. Yeah. No, this might take a while. I, I'm still finding my feet. I've been out of broadcasting for a few years. I was good at commercial radio broadcasting. Um this wasn't my radio voice, this is actually my normal voice, but a little bit more part free, but um my radio voice was like this, I'm gonna have to take a step away from the mic because I might distort it because I was desperate for distortion when I was um in radio. It was Hello, welcome to uh, I can't really say can I say it now? I win. There was a great station in CSN called Juice FM, and that's what I used to broadcast on. Um, excellent channel. I used to do a show. Um, uh, I used to do a show from two to five in the afternoon called The Boost, and it was a fantastic show. But I used to say, "Hello and welcome to Juice FM Cork with me, David Savage." You know, and I sound really lively and uh, not like I do now. Because <laughs> you know, it's hard. It's it, it's it's commercial broadcasting is very um it's very unique but it's also something that you have to you have to park yourself up an awful lot for it. whereas i feel what i'm hoping is that this podcast would be i'm talking to you you're my friends you know even the people who i know already but the gang who i don't know and anybody who's choosing to listen to this um we're all friends here so that's what i think is <laughs> there'll be no judgment <laughs> you're all judging me now aren't you huh <laughs> I can hear you judging. Um, no, um, definitely. I think this is something that I've wanted to do for a long time, um, but never got around to it until this week. I got off me, me, me arse. I'm gonna curse a little bit. All right, you have to allow me that. Just a little bit. I won't. I'll try and I'll try and stay away from the big tree if I can. Look, it might slip out. I know. I know. F or something might slip out. We'll we'll try not to let us see you next Tuesday slip out if we can. No, I, I I tend to only use that really when I'm angry. So I'm hoping that it doesn't slip out because that's a very bad word, isn't it? That's an awful word, boys and girls. <laughs> I'll I'll have enough children's format for the show. You know? <laughs> as if I'm presenting a show on. Uh, on RTE Kids or something. You remember the, do you remember the Din with Dustin and Ian Dempsey and uh, the other fella? Um, what was the fella? What was the fella? The fella with the, the fella with the big. Oh, Saki, Saki, Saki the sock monster. Do you remember them? Do you remember Dustin? Ah, oh, yeah, good thing. Ah, oh, yeah, good thing. Dustin entered the Eurovision for us. Isn't that mad? And. The Eurovision is something that's very well. It was very unique in Ireland. It still is true nostalgia, because uh, we've won it the most times. Just saying, 
for anybody who's listening around Europe. Probably nobody. Nobody at all will listen to this around Europe ever. Because <laughs> why would they? But anyway, um, we for our European listeners, who I know we have somewhere in the world, um, we have won the Eurovision nine times as a nation. Ireland. Um, our first ever winner was Dana. She was lovely. She was on the telly in 1970. Uh, I'm not going to give you the history of the Eurovision, but we've had some great we've had some great songs in the Eurovision. Um, we've had some brilliant tunes, but we sent a we sent um a puppet. Well, I don't know. I only found out recently he was a puppet. I always thought like I, I always thought he was like Santi. I thought he was real, you know. Um, Santi is real. Nobody can challenge me on that. He is. Um, I, I'd like you to present evidence of him not being real if he can. Thank you very much. But anyway. Dustin was uh, a puppet of a turkey, which I only found out recently. I thought he was a real lad, but he was actually just some some fellow with a dub, uh, with a dub's hand up his arse. <laughs> you know, and um, that's who Dustin the turkey was. Oh, you got thing, and he's begun on the late late show bullying uh, poor Pat Kinney. and Pat Kinney was awkward enough. Like it was almost like bullying the the, the young fella in school who you know isn't going to talk back to you. You know. And that was, that was Pat Kinney. Uh, apologies, boys and girls, if you can hear the cars going by. I still haven't soundproofed the room. You can probably hear my clock ticking as well. No, to be honest with you, I like the clock ticking. If you don't like it, let me know. Um, uh, feedback is always good. Unless it's negative feedback. No, no, of course. Any feedback is good um, that you can give me. Uh, this includes people that I know personally. Um, I like the clock. It doesn't bother me. Uh, so... Look, it might just stay. I might just tell you to get lost. No, of course. Anything that you, that you think would, would help this um, podcast, um, I'd appreciate it. Um, but anyway, uh, Dustin entered your vision in 2006, I want to say. Um, one second there, boys and girls. I'll, I'll just Google that. I'm fairly sure it was 2006. Um, but we'll just, we'll just look at the old Google there. The old Google there now will tell us. Do you know? That'll tell us now. This thing is massive. Uh, Dustin the Turkey Eurovision is what I'm looking for. Uh, this is unlistenable. <laughs> this is completely enough. This is completely enough for trash. But I like it. I'm enjoying myself. I'm having a lot of fun. And I hope you are too. Um, 2006, I was right. Yeah, he, he entered the Eurovision in 2006. With the song Irlande du Despois, you know, which for our French listeners, which we definitely have, have we got a few French listeners? Um, bonjour. <laughs> well, I don't have French listeners. We probably never have French listeners unless it's one of those lunatics who just look, <laughs> looks, looks up the wrong podcast or something. You know, he's like, I'm looking for Savage France and finds me instead. <laughs> That's the only reason we'd have French listeners, and they're not going to make it 20 minutes into the into the podcast to know that I was calling them out. Hello, French people. You're very welcome. Um, all people are welcome here in um, in Absolutely Savage. We're a very inclusive society. No matter who you are or where you come from or what your beliefs are, you are welcome here. As long as we're, we're just here to have fun. So you're all welcome. We're, you're all my friends. Um... So, you're all welcome. But anyway, for our French listeners, I'm going completely off track. For our French listeners, you know that Dudas Bois 12 points. Ah, yeah, see, I went to school. 
um, do this bot. Ireland, they do this bot, and he did that song, and it sounded like a fucking, uh, I don't know, it sounded like a cat in a washing machine. Sorry, I said an F-bomb there. Whoopsie doodle. <sighs> Into the swear jar you go. I don't have a swear jar. Anyway, um, no, he, he entered your vision, a puppet. And that was very funny. You know, people people found that funny. And I, I have to be, I think I think it's quite funny. I think it's a bit of a fuck you to your vision. Um, but it was quite funny. I enjoyed it. Um, and that's... Uh, that's what the story is with Dustin. He was, yeah, he was, he was funny. He was a strange fella. But anyway, this is what this is what uh, the point I was making is. This what this podcast is. I'm like, um, I'm like Ian Dempsey without Dustin the Turkey or Saki the Sock Monster. So I'm by myself. It's essentially the most boring kids show that's ever been on telly. Um, but of course, look along the way, I might change the production a little bit. Um, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, yeah. And it's strange when you watch shows like that now and you're looking back and they used to be like, send in your drawings and we'll, we'll, we'll put them on the telly and you'll see them. And I used to always send drawings in. I used to get my man to post them for me. And at the time, I thought I was a great artist. You know, because to be fair, like my, my mother's excellent. She, she's very good. She's very good for, um, for praising you. Um, like most mothers are, like most mothers are, she's very good for uh, building up her confidence. To be fair, to her, you're very good, Mammy. Fair play to you. But she, she, she used to always tell me I was a great drawer, <laughs> and I assumed I was. You know, it's one of those things where you're like, I assume I was, and maybe I was. Maybe she thought I was. Maybe she looked at that and went, "Oh, my son made this. That's excellent." I don't know that joy. I, I, I haven't had kids. I have a dog, and when he does things, it brings me joy. So, I assume a child is probably the same thing. In principle, but I used to draw pictures, um, and a very uh, big one that I thought was excellent was I drew a picture of a baker. Um, well, you know what it was actually? It was just an Italian stereotype. It was a little bit racist, to be honest with you. Now I didn't mean him to look look like a caricature of an Italian chef, but by Christ, I made him look like that. And I spelled baker wrong. I said a backer. I went look a backer. You're me, and he was holding bread. Um, and I thought that was a great drawing, you know. Um, actually, boys and girls, a bit of homework for you. Try and draw that. Try and draw the picture of the of the backer, and spell it like that and all, and send it to. Uh, no, don't send it. Any- <laughs> don't send it anywhere. No one wants that. <laughs> but um, no, I used to send drawings off to um, to RTE, and I used to um, assume that I'd be on TV. So I'd be telling the lads in school, I'd be like, lads, I'll be on telly. I'll be on telly now later on, la. You turn on that there now and I'll be on it. And um, I was never on it, no. I, I, I don't think I've ever been on Irish television that I can... I, I have been, actually, but it's been at matches. So I was at, um, a, few, I, I was at a few All-Ireland semi-finals and finals and a Munster finals and stuff like that, and I showed up in the crowd at that. But that's my extent of being on... Irish television. Um, I've been on Irish radio a lot. Um, as I said, uh, not just um, through my own means, but I, I, I've been asked to be a part of a public forum often on radio. Um, because my opinion is valued as a member of this great community. 
Um, no. Look, I've been I've been on a lot of radio, and that's because um, I have the face for. I was told that I was told I have the face for radio. You know, you you're not a TV star, but you make a great radio fella. I hate that. That used to annoy me because I used to work in a shop. You know, I'm not going. I'm not going to give the name because again. I'm not going to disclose anyone's personal information. But it was a nice little shop um, that I used to work in. It wasn't little, really. It was quite big. It wasn't little. <laughs> it wasn't elderly. No, no, it wasn't. It was, it was a grand big shop, but I used to meet a lot of people in there. And the people I worked with as well were the same. Um, Any time that they'd ask me, oh, what are you doing in college? I'd say, oh, I'm studying radio broadcasting. And they'd be like, you have the face for us, all right. You're so funny. You are so incredibly funny, sir. You should be a comedian. Um, and that was the extent of my radio career after that, because I got sick of people telling me that. You have a face for radio. And it's the same as anybody. Because I, I as I said, I studied with some uh, some very good people, um, who I'm still friends with, of course. And we studied... Uh, Radio and they were all the same. They got told every day, "Move the face, blood. And there were some good-looking people now in my course. You know who you are. <laughs> you were gorgeous, so you were. And people were still saying it. You know, just because you have the face for radio. Isn't that desperate? Isn't it desperate to tell someone that? But I really don't know where I'm going with this podcast at all. Let's. I don't have a direction at the moment, right? But this is, this this is. This is kind of me ventilating a lot of crap. Um, see, I said crap instead of shit. Aren't I great? See, I'll say poo instead of shit next time. I'll say screw instead of fuck. Um, I'll try and do things like that. <laughs> it defeats the purpose saying it halfway through it, doesn't it? I know, but do you know, to be honest with you, I, I use a lot of bad language. Um, uh, I do. I use a lot of terrible language, which I don't, I don't, know, I don't know if it's an Irish thing. Or what? But um, I, I I do use a lot of language, and I've only noticed how much language I do since I started going out with my girlfriend, who doesn't use any language. She's very good. She doesn't use any bad language, and I don't understand that because I I can't understand how you don't use bad. It's just it's second nature to me. Now I heard a study before that people who use bad language tend to have a higher IQ and are a bit more intellectual than the likes of the people who don't use f bombs. <laughs> I don't know how true that is. That sounds like it was written by somebody who can't stop cursing, you know. That they have enough money in the swear jar to buy a, to buy a dog house. <laughs> Do you remember Homer? Do you remember when Homer tried to buy the dog house in The Simpsons? I love The Simpsons. That's another thing about me. You're going to notice. I'm going to drop a lot of Simpsons references throughout this. That was the first one. Um, so Homer's trying to build a dog house, but he can't. Uh, and he has a swear jar because Ned Flanders told him to stop. You know Ned Flanders, that neighbour that comes over and tells you you shouldn't be... You shouldn't be watching Channel 4, you know, <laughs> one of those fellas, you know, knocking on the window, you know, we all have one of those, we all have one of those lovely people, they're, they're wonderful really, they're only, they're only trying to guide us, aren't they, I know, um, so Ned Flanders asked him to stop uh, cursing, and in order for him to stop cursing, he'll, he, if he stops cursing, he'll, he'll shave his moustache, <laughs> what, what, what a, sh- what a useless, but, no, it wasn't, it was funny, but, it was, um, Homer couldn't stop cursing, but there's a scene where he's building a dog house and he steps on a nail on a board and he goes, Fiddly dee, that will require a technician. <laughs> and I love that. I just, because I'm like that. If I hit my toe or any part of me, 
I just snap, you know? Snap! I snap, crackle, and pop. I'm a rice crispy, so I am. No, but I do, I snap, I snap. Um, if I hit my toe, I recently broke my toe and didn't realise that. Isn't that mad? I broke my toe and didn't realise it was broken until a few days later my foot was swelling up and I couldn't walk on it. And I was thinking, what the? Like, seriously, no, I really didn't know what was going on. And I was out of work for six weeks with that. Um, so I've worked very little this year. Um, which is strange. Twenty twenty has been a bit of a close. It was a bit of a, a bit of a stall of a year anyway. Anyway, for me, because um, I broke my toe and I was off for uh, six weeks, and with that we came back, and I came back for two weeks. And coronavirus forced a lot of places to go into lockdown and forced um, forced our business to close for three months. So I was off for a long time. And I'm back now about six or seven weeks, and I'd say more even. But anyway, I'm back now a good bit, and no, yeah, it's good to be on a routine, because not working is is insane. Uh, not doing work drives you mad. Um, it really does. It, it, it's one of those things that you think of at the start, and you're like, oh, this is great. Like, I get to be off for this amount of time, and I won't have to do... Um, I won't have to do anything, I can watch Netflix all day, or I can, you know, I can do what I want, I can record a podcast, which I never got around to be lazy arse to do. See, I'm one of these people that when I get free time, I don't tend to do things with it, do you know? And I find that is annoying, and I, I, so I say a lot of people can relate to that. Um, I'm like the Daleks in Doctor Who, you know? Procrastinate! <laughs> Did you like that one? There's going to be a lot more of them coming. Um, uh, a lot of Doctor Who references as well are going to be thrown in here because I'm a, I'm a sad nerd who sits down all day and watches a show about a time-travelling man from England for some reason. Well, he's not from England, but he, he sounds English. Anyway, that's irrelevant. Um, I was saying about being off from work is sounds great at the start, but when you're off for so long, you tend to... You tend to just get... You get, you get lazy and a bit... A bit like you don't want to do things, you know? You just have a poor attitude in general, all around. And that's what I found myself, was I was getting to that stage, I was putting on a lot of weight from eating crap, meeting absolute crap. See, I say crap instead of shit again. I'm very, very good. Um, well, you know what? They should, have a, they should give you a swear. They should give you, like, a, a, there should be something that gives you money if you don't curse. You know, an, an, an opposite swear to That would make people not curse a lot more. If you were rewarded. Imagine if you were paid for cursing. You know? Or for not cursing, sorry. As in, I said crap there. Imagine if someone handed me 20 cents and said very good. <laughs> because you didn't say the other one. I know, but you would... And, and you find yourself in a position when you're off... Um, of feeling a bit... Uh, feeling a bit useless, you know? Because... And it's not your fault. Like, anybody who was off during uh, COVID... It was never their fault. But... It was one of those things that you feel like, oh, I should be doing something even though I can't. Now, it's grand now. Like, it's grand now because we're starting to open up life a bit more. Like, you can go to the, you can go out and do things now. You know, you can join a gym. You can, you can go out and go places. You can visit places now. Uh, you can't, you know, they're still a bit sketchy about going abroad and stuff, which is going to be, it's going to be tough for a while. But, um, of course, that'll lift eventually as well. Um... But now you can travel anywhere in Ireland. I was in Tralee last week. 
Um, and it was wonderful. It was lovely. Uh, and it was good to get away. It was good for my head to get away and do things. And yeah, that was good. So, so, so that's what the problem with being off for that long is, is that you start to feel a bit trapped. And yeah, of course, COVID is not the worst thing that's ever happened to anyone in the world ever. Like coronavirus, it, it, it's, it's serious. It is. It's a pandemic. It's serious. Don't get me wrong. Um, and take your precautions, by the way. Um, look, I know I wasn't, I'm not getting political, but this isn't politics. This is common sense. Wear your fecking masks, will ya? And stop giving out about it like children. And if you don't like this podcast because of that, then fair enough. Look, that's fine. But, look, just be sound. Just protect other people. Will it really kill you for the sake of a few minutes to go into a shop? It's not the government trying to control you. It's just trying to protect each other. There's vulnerable, sick people out there. All right? Look, that's that's rant over now. I'm not going any further with that. But just be sound. Just be nice people. That's, that's all I ask you. That's all I ask you, boys and girls. That's your homework. Go home and be nice. <laughs> Do you know so, look, not look. Anyway, advice coming from me isn't much, but that's the thing is that no, it, it, it was a big pandemic, but it's not the worst thing we've ever faced. Um, we faced bigger pandemics, even like the Spanish flu, things like that. And people didn't have a lot years ago. We have so much, like, don't get me wrong, I was one of the people complaining about being off after a while, uh, with coronavirus disease. I, I was, um, Having to quarantine, I haven't had coronavirus, um, just to let you know, um, in case you think the old podcast is contagious. No, um, I, I, you know, that's what I found. I complained about being off and I said, oh, it's so boring and all this. But at the same time, like, what other stage in our lives would we ever, for anything else, be told to stay at home and get paid for it and don't leave your house? Like, we've all had horrible days in work. Can you imagine if someone said to you while you're while you're doing something at work that you don't like? Because the majority of people don't like their jobs. That's just fact, I think. I think the majority of people don't like their jobs. Um, you know, it, it's something that people just do for money. And that's fair enough. And that's fine. But imagine if you were having a bad day at work and someone said to you, I'll go home there and we'll pay you for the day if you sit down in your house and don't move. Like, you'd be delighted. Do you know? And, yeah, like, that's what I mean, is that we'll never have that ever again. So it's quite a privileged pandemic, really, isn't it? As in, when will we ever be paid to sit at home and watch Netflix for, like, a few months? <laughs> Which is what I was doing. Like, I wasn't even able to work from home, because my job is a, is a physical job that I have to do. Um, so I couldn't bring the machine from work home with me. <laughs> do you know? <laughs> I couldn't tear McAdam the road <laughs> in me in, in me sitting room. I couldn't tear McAdam me sitting room. I saw that on Facebook a few months ago and I thought it was funny. But anyway, like, this is the thing, is that this is not the worst thing that has ever happened. And it's starting to improve. Like, it's a new way of life, essentially. We don't know when we're going to be able to get rid of this, um, this pandemic. Uh, we, we don't know. No one knows. So, until we get a vaccination, I suppose, this is life. And it's not bad. It's not terrible. It's actually fine. It's, it's not as good as it was before. Of course it's not. But it's grand. It's 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 fine. Like we 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 we'll move on. We'll live with it. Do you know? Um, it does. Like like life at this stage isn't. It's it's. You know, I prefer if we were able to just walk into the pub, hug each other, jump on each other. You know, go to gigs, enjoy all that kind of stuff. But that mightn't be the way for another long time again. 
Excusez-moi. Excusez-moi, mademoiselle, for the French listeners that we have. We have a big French audience. Um, no, but I'd like that, don't get me wrong. But I think you're lucky to be healthy and be happy and be alive, do you know? And yeah, this this is this is what this is me talking absolute uh, absolute crap. By the way, didn't say shit. This is absolute crap, and you know, but it's true. I'd love to be able to go back and live life the way it was even before Christmas or whatever, or even just after Christmas. It was great, but we won't be able to. <clears throat> I don't think we'll ever have that ever again. Um, for a while, we might have it again, but we won't have it for another. Another few years, anyway, I reckon. Um, <clears throat> but it'll make us appreciate it, and it'll make us learn. Like, we should learn lessons from this, about how we treat each other, how we how we do things. Um, we should learn a lesson from that, you know? And learn a lesson about, you know, things like washing your hands and stuff. Like, I know, like, so a lot of people do it, but a lot of people never treated that as a serious thing, you know, or things like that, and it's only when there was a pandemic we have to treat it seriously. And... That's absolutely, that's, that's, that's why, you know, that's why we've controlled it as well. I mean, credit to people who, <clears throat> who showed us ways to control it. Um, so yeah, that's, it's not the worst thing that's ever happened. It's difficult, but it could be a lot worse. It's a very privileged pandemic to be a part of. Now, and look, come here, some people have been hit horribly by this. I'm not, look, look, I'm not saying, I personally haven't been hit horribly by it, so I can't complain. Really, oh, that's that's what I'm. That's where I'm coming from. Look, there's people who have lost their businesses. Um, <clears throat> you know, somebody that I I I really liked lost the business there recently. Um, so yeah, look, it's hard hitting. Um, there's a lot of great family-run businesses that are going to be shut down. Um, that won't be able to open up. Uh, there's new guidelines for the pubs and stuff, and some places just simply don't have the space to accommodate these guidelines. And oh, there's been a big tractor there, drove by. Enjoy that. Um, the, they won't have the space to accommodate these things and that sucks like that's horrible that's, that's, that's terrible um, don't get me wrong that, that is actually desperate but there's not much we can do about that at the moment unfortunately um, it's something that none of us know how to deal like none of us knew exactly what to do with this um, so yeah it'll be it's going to be a tough few years for for people, and the economy is going to take a huge hit. <clears throat> you know, money is going to be scarce. Um, I was kind of a child when the recession was on the last time, but I still do remember it. Um, I remember looking at adults and seeing how hard it was for them. Um, and it's not easy, uh, especially if you you know if you if you're working in a job where you can just be laid off. It's going to be tough. So look look after each other and look after yourself. You know. Be good, be kind. And I, look, I'm not one of these cliche people like, in a world where you can be anything, be kind. I agree with that, but that's cheesy. No one wants to hear that, right? No one wants to hear that. And, no, but dude, just just be just be sound. That's what I like to think. I, I like to say, be be sound to each other. Like, be, be nice. Just be, be good people. You know, look out for each other. And that's kind of what I'd say about the COVID-19. Well, obviously, I'm going to talk an awful lot about covid Um throughout this series because it's it's still going on it's ongoing for it's going it's going to go on for a long a long time again i'd say so yeah um about 40 minutes in um look i'm enjoy, i'm really enjoying this crack and i hope you are too um 
I like this style of podcast myself, just people ranting um, or talking about things. Uh, like one of my favourite people, well he's one of my favourite comedians slash podcasters, is Mr. Bill Barr. Um, <clears throat> a lot of the inspiration for podcasts and stuff I'll take from other people. Um, trying to create my own thing as well if I can, but Bill Barr is essentially just talking and I like that. I really like that, that he does that. It's almost like company in your ear. Um, and that's what I want to be, is that person. Um, and this is something that I'm putting myself in the deep end for. This is something I wanted to do for a while. And I'm doing it. And I'm delighted with myself. This is giving me a bit of a high. Um, this is making me feel good about myself. And I'm enjoying it. So, I hope you enjoy it too. And that's what we'll continue doing. Um, this is the series anyway. It's called Absolutely Savage. And this is the first episode of the series. I'm hoping to get a lot of episodes going. Um, eventually I might start involving other people, which will be very funny, very enjoyable. And listen, I'll call this the first episode now. It's uh, 40 minutes long, 41 minutes long. But I, uh, I had a lot of fun and I hope you did too. Um, please try and support me if you can. Um, as I say, starting out, I just want people to, to listen to me a bit. Um, you know, I think my goal is to eventually make something like this a job. That I can, I, I can make a living off, you know. And that, that might be a long way down the road. Who knows? It might never happen. But this is something that I want to do for a laugh, for a good crack. Um, this podcast is very... Uh, it, it, it's, a bit, um, it's a bit, you know, gritty. And some people like that. Um, but of course, look... It, it, it is, it, it, I'm here to entertain, that's what I want to do, is I want people to be entertained by me, I want people to um, listen to me and say, oh yeah, yeah I, I can relate to that, or I understand that or something, and that's that's what I want. Um, I'm making the podcast that I'd like, and if other people don't like that, that's, that's cool, um, but this is what I'd like. So, yeah, look, listen, this has been the first episode of um, Absolutely Savage. I'm going to try and do the old Bohemian Rhapsody again to play you out. Kind of. Anyway, thanks very much for listening. Uh, this has been episode one. I'm hoping to make more. I'll try and record as much as I can. So thanks very much for listening and I'll talk to you again. This has been Absolutely Savage with me, David Savage.